You're listening to the Bad Reputation Podcast, hosted by Todd Collins and sponsored by Anchor FM. If you haven't listened before, we've got two words for you. Listen up. From digital marketing tips, entrepreneurial stories, and more, you will get the most up-to-date info brought right to your ear. Follow Todd on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and more at Todd Collins Official. Listen everywhere podcasts are available, like Spotify, Apple, Roku, and more. Are you guys ready? Now, your host of Bad Reputation, Todd Collins. Welcome, welcome. Based on my post yesterday, I am awake before 10 o'clock. I'll give you guys uh, give you guys some time to get in here. You can just uh, announce yourselves in the chat if you'd like. Hey, what's up, Matt? How you doing, buddy? Hey, Brandon, what's going on, brother? Loving those Instagram story edits, dude. You're doing really, really good. Doing really good, man. Chris, what's up, bro? Hey, um, so I probably should announce this anyway. Um, so Chris Jewer, uh, real estate agent, uh, this guy is um, crushing it, killing it right now. Uh, even in these, even in these crazy, crazy times. And uh, he's been nice enough to sponsor um, this webinar. <clears throat> this one's important because what I've talked about in Instagram and uh, about Instagram and about TikTok in the last few weeks here, this is kind of now going to put all these things together. Yeah. I mean, Chris is, Chris is the man, dude. There's, by the way, these things, you know, like it takes time for me to get these things together. It takes time for me to kind of build this stuff out for you guys. And so it's these, these people have been nice enough to, uh, to um, sponsor these things and, and give back. I mean, I think it's awesome, man, especially with the situation that we're all in, but uh, you guys in the real estate industry, I feel you guys are in a, in a good situation um, right now. It seems like just because uh, it looks like Pennsylvania, I don't think they can sell houses. And I think, uh, I think Virginia is the same way, but Maryland seems to be, you're allowed to do it right now. So it seems like you guys are still going. And it looks like we're on the road to recovery from what I understand. Looks like Hogan's decided to uh, start listening to uh, the prez and vice prez. And, you know, we're, we're going to be on our way. So um, it looks like there, we had 23 people registered here. It looks like there's 14 in right now. So I'm going to give it a couple minutes because it keeps, it keeps ticking up. So we'll give a couple, a couple more people a chance to jump in here real quick. Hey, hey, Pasqua, how are you? Proud of you. Love, love seeing you on the video the other day. You're a natural. Got to keep doing that. Make that a make that a priority right now. Um, keep making more videos. I would start with some tutorials. How to cut your hair at home? How to do that? How to cut your hair at home? 
somebody's got to somebody's got to put that video out how to properly do it because pe there's people that are getting their head mangled currently right now. And in fact, I know a lot of great looking people that have shaved their head. Uh, unless you, this is just my own personal tip about shaving heads, you should only shave your head if you're going bald. You should never do it on purpose. Just my, just my opinion. Yeah, it's ridiculous, right? I, I, I've never, I, I just don't understand why you would do that. Unless you're in a pandemic, still not an excuse. Still not an excuse. You think this cloth takes five seconds? <laughs> you gotta train your hair to do this, dude. Yeah, when my hair was long, you, Pascal, you remember when my hair was long, that's exactly what it was. I had to man bun it. I know, I'm growing my hair back, don't worry about it. I had like a, uh, I got bored. I, got, I get bored with haircuts very easily, just so everybody knows. And uh, you know, when I get bored of something, then I decide that I wanna change it up, so I changed it up. I had the blonde streak, thought it was something different. All right, we're not waiting anymore because you guys got shit to do today. I know that. I got shit to do today and I want to get this uh I want to get this stuff started for you. So we're going to we're going to jump in. Get my screen up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This part always takes a second, so just give me, give me one sec here. And then I always have to move this to the middle. Yeah, there we go. And I gotta move the chat. Just in case you guys have questions. All right. There we go. Cool. Good. Good. Everybody good. All right. So in the very beginning, I was talking about Instagram. I was talking about TikTok. Those are two really, really good platforms um, that you, you should definitely be on. I mean, even if TikTok's not going to be a daily social media platform um, that you're going to be on. And hopefully, can, by the way, can you guys see my screen? just want to make sure you can see that. Yes. Okay. Good. Awesome. So, based on you know, based on those two, based on those two platforms, Instagram and TikTok, those are two platforms that are highly, highly popular in the um, the market that you want to grab. So, when I when I talk about this, I'm not talking about the 55 to 65 market. I'm talking about the market of people that are coming up that will be making money, God willing, they can get jobs during that time, which they will. Um, these are the people that you want to be able to reach and where they spend most of their time are those two platforms, but you don't want to limit yourself. And this is where a lot of people from a branding standpoint, um, this is where they screw up. They limit themselves to a, a one specific platform or two specific platforms and that's it. They stop there. They don't continue to 
widen that net, as I continually say. So what, what you're doing at that point is you're limiting the, the lifespan of your brand, which is not something that you want to do, especially if you're going to be building brand and you want to build brand over time. You've got to start seeping yourself into other markets, okay? And there's, other, there's safe ways to do that and there's good ways to do that. And one of the ways to do that is by casting that wider net. And I consistently say that. Some of you listen, some of you don't. It is what it is. I can't force you to do it, but I can only tell you what works. So what I mean by that is this. The majority, the majority are very comfortable on Facebook because it was one of the first social media platforms that they looked, downloaded and they started utilizing and they became very comfortable with it because they know how to use it. And that's one of the biggest issues that we fall into is that if you don't know how to use the platform, then you most likely just are not going to use the platform and you're not going to see any value in the platform. You're not going to see the value in the audience metrics. You're not going to see any value in how you can generate leads from it. And you're not going to see any value on how you can build brand from it. Um, and so you're limiting yourself to the exposure of being known. Uh, and that's what I don't want you guys to do. I want you guys to be known. So by doing that, you've got to expand your network, just like anything else. You've got to expand your network and you got to let other people know who you are uh, and where you are. And so what we're going to talk about today is expanding that network based on uh, content distribution points, uh, where you should be. Um, again, I'm going to talk about some apps that I've talked about before, but I'm also going to talk about some sites uh, that, I, that I haven't talked about before um, that can help you build a brand within like five minutes. And you're going to have to figure it out. Eventually, you're going to have to figure out those types of things. Now, I was calculated it when I created my brand based on it being wild. So I didn't have to close myself into a specific font or a specific color or anything else like that. But the right way to, to brand yourself sometimes is to pick a color, a font, uh, a brand name, things of that nature. I'm, I'm going to go through that. It's going to help you guys do that because a lot of times right there, you're, you're already lost. You, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to start that. So what do I do? Where have I been? You guys have all seen these types of things. You've seen that I was on Conquer Local. I was in Baltimore Magazine. I was at the nightclub and bar show. I was, at rest, I was a member of the year for Restaurant Association um, uh, on ABC News, Channel 13, Channel 2, all that kind of stuff. I've already been on. I've, you guys know all that crap. I don't need to go through it. It's more for people that don't know who I am. So what we're going to discuss, the importance of personal brand and storytelling everywhere and why you need to be there daily hacks for content creation and growth. We talked about that in the last two previous webinars, but we'll, we'll kind of recover it quickly. Importance of video and putting yourself out there personally and professionally. Pasqua, I mean, right there, uh, this, is a, this is a good proving point right here, right? Uh, she's, she had never, I don't think ever had gone on video on social media. It goes on there. I would venture to say that that's one of the best performing posts that you've probably ever put out on that Facebook page. If I'm incorrect, tell me. If I'm right, give me a yes in the chat. You don't have to agree with me, but my belief is that your audience wanted, some, yeah, totally right, okay. So your audience liked that. They wanted to see that. It was very personal. Um, they enjoy, not only the audience enjoys it, but the platforms enjoy it. The platforms like human faces. They like well-lit places. So uh, just so you guys know here, this is a perfect example of this. I'm going to move my camera real quick so you can see. That's a light right there, okay? 
that's what creates good quality videos. So when I'm shooting certain videos like Instagram or TikTok or anything else like that, it's all about well-lit areas of where you're creating videos if you're going to create a video. And if that's the case, what you want is um, you want to go on like Amazon, you want to grab a light like this and you want to make sure that a light like this is somewhere where you're filming and doing things. And the reason I say that is this, it's part of these algorithms. They pick up what the visual is. They want to be able to see something interesting, well-lit, bright, clear. They want to be able to see those things. And a lot of people don't realize that, but it's the truth. So uh, those types of things are important. But again, Pat, so to your point, you know, human faces, people want to see video. They get tired of seeing the same thing. And that is something that you guys fall into. You do the same thing over and over and over again. And so you got to change it around. Whether it's you getting on camera yourself or you getting other people on camera for you, you got to start creating that video content. It's just... It's just how we consume. It's, it's, the, it's the way that we consume. And not only that, it's how the generations that are behind my generation um, are consuming their content. They don't read. Okay? They don't read. They consume by visual and audio and video. So they're not pick, these kids are not picking up books. Okay? The only time they pick up books is when you force them to read a book or you read them the book for their schoolwork that they're barely doing and you know that's true. And the time before you put them to bed, that's it. The rest of the time they're consuming their content based on video. So that's how you should be creating your content. How to distribute content correctly for the best results. And that's really gonna be about understanding um, the platform and the analytics. So in the Instagram and TikTok uh, webinars, I told you guys to switch to the pro account in TikTok and I told you to switch to the business account in Instagram. And this is going to be able to give you good analytics to best. So is it necessary to create full descriptions on Instagram? Is it necessary to create full descriptions on Instagram when you're posting? Yeah, I mean, that's where it really depends, right? So if you've got that intro, you've got the hook, and then you've got the, the outro in the video set, um, I don't believe that your copy has to be that long. But if you're shooting a video and you want the person to do something, then you got to make sure that there's a, there's a um, and when I say description, I don't call it description, I call it copy. So just so you know, um, but in, uh, you need to have a little bit of an explanation backing up that video. Uh, and what you're, what you're talking about. What I like to do is, is finish that with a question. So if you look at my, not my most recent Instagram post, but the one from yesterday, or is it just a photo? It can be a photo. I've said before, human beings love direction, okay? So if you ask them a question, they almost feel like, especially if they're interested and they like you, they have to answer that question. So if you look at, um, not my last post, not my most recent post, but the one just before that, that I posted last night, um, it was a tweet and it was a question, uh, bad habits that you've created in the last 30 days. I I'll start, I gave you a bad habit that I've created in the last 30 days. Now tell me about yours and how can I maybe help you And the comment sections filled right on Instagram and on Facebook. Now, based on that, um, what I did is I, I just basically, I didn't, I didn't really have to write much of a copy or a description in the Instagram post, the, the post or in the copy side of things. The post was already there. It already asked the question. Um, so I didn't have to go crazy with it, but it really depends. I, I personally like uh, the guide 
the guide in the copies uh, in the copy in the description section of the Instagram post and Facebook post when you're posting a video. I like that as a guide, right? Um, and it can be more, it can be an expansion of what you're talking about in the video. Um, so I wouldn't concern yourself too much with length on that, uh, more with hashtags so you can, so you can um, be seen by, by people that uh, maybe have not seen your content previously. Okay, moving on. So storytelling, the new social media. So what do you need to do? And that's kind of what I was talking about, right? Storytelling. Um, that's, that's really what we kind of have to do. So like today, I, the, the most recent post I put out was, was a story, right? Um, it was directed to Star Wars fans, but um, I was telling you a story on how we have a balance between, we, it's really up to us, but we, both, we all battle between the good and the bad side of ourselves. And we have to make that decision which side we're going to let win. Um, and it's just a reminder, you know, right now we, the, the, there's the bad side is strong right now. And it's because we're not as active as we, we previously were. So the, the, the negative side of life can creep in very, very quickly in situations like this. And so it's up to you. And it's just a reminder that, um, this is temporary and that you have to make sure that you suppress the negative side of those things, um, to be able to stay on the right track. So getting into storytelling, um, you know, what do you consume? And that's, when I, when I say this, I want you to think about for a second, remove yourself from creating your own brand. Think about yourself. Do you watch more video? Do you read more? Do you listen to audio more? How do you get answers to the questions um, that you have? And so when you think about it that way, then you can start thinking about how you're going to create content for your brand based on how you consume content, right? So what I mean by that is this, and, th and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about with the younger generation and, and things of that nature. If, if you know that at night at 11 o'clock, you watch an ass ton of video, right? You don't read as much as you used to, but you watch a lot of video. And guess what? The odds are that the population is doing the exact same thing. Now, the question is, what are you consuming? Are you consuming, are you consuming content around what you do for a living, or are you consuming completely different content? Now, based on that, based on that, you got to think to yourself, most of the stuff that gets the most interaction and engagement on any social media platform is entertaining and humorous stuff, period. Okay. Or it's educational. Those three things. And I always talk about that same formula. If that's the case, that's the type of content you need to create. What you'll find is a lot of the times when you guys try to create these sales posts or anything like that, dude, they're dead in the water. And the reason being is because the new consumer, the consumer that can buy now, especially now, is going to buy from someone they like, is going to buy from someone they trust, and is going to buy from someone that's been social proof by the community. If those three things don't fit into your brand, then you shouldn't be starting a brand, period. So you got to think about what other people consume, what you consume, and then reverse it and put out content based on the stuff that you're looking at. So if you watch a lot of video, you probably should start pivoting yourself to video. If you're doing video, then you should start creating it around entertainment, humor, and information and education. It doesn't have to be video. It can be other things. It could be those funny memes that I talk about and stuff like that. It could be a screenshotted tweet like I just put out. Um, and again, I've told you guys this before, the, the creative side of you starts overthinking. And when you overthink the creative, what ends up happening is you're typically going to be very disappointed in the outcome when you put that creative out. 
you think it's awesome. Your community goes, eh, it's all right. But when you screenshot like a tweet and you put that on your Instagram profile and all of a sudden it blows the fuck up, you start realizing sometimes that is the context within the creative, not the creative itself, okay? So I don't expect the Darth Vader post of my face photoshopped into Kylo Ren to do better than the post yesterday. Not gonna happen. And the creative is much better on that newer post. But that's not the differentiator between the success of a post and, and not the success of the post. It's gonna be the context within it. If you've ever noticed when you post on social media and you get very personal, people start to um, uh, engage and communicate very, very well. If you, if you open yourself up and you become very transparent um, within that, all of a sudden people are like, oh my God, that's a real human being. They're not trying to sell me. Um, you're going to get a lot of engagement. So is it necessary to create a Okay, I already answered that question. Sorry, Lauren, I already got it. Um, do you think you have an interesting life? And I've asked this question. I actually have a video where I've asked this question to people. And I said, do you have an interesting life? You know, if so, are you sharing what you do or, or how you live? And that, and I, you know, it's a very, um, it's a very uh, self-awareness question. You know, do you have an interesting life? A lot of people don't think that they have an interesting life, but actually they really do compared to other people. Um, and I want you to answer that question with the word yes. You do have an interesting life. There's a lot of things, like right now, everyone has an interesting life. Um, and so based on that, just because what you think is the norm may not be the normal for, some, for someone else. So based on that, I want you to be able to know and understand and, and admit to yourself that you do have an interesting life and you have something to offer and you have something to be able to share to the community to be able to help them. So you should be helping your community by giving them information for free and letting them know that you're there as um, basically as a, as a source for information on what you do for a living. And there is no, there, there is no one more important job than the other, okay? Everyone has their, their place here. Um, so everyone does have an interesting life and I truly, truly believe that. And we have information that we can be able to share. You know, and are you educating others in an entertaining way? That question right there is, I know for a fact, you guys, most of you are not doing. You're not, you're not doing that. You're not investing in um, cr the creativity that you could be able to do. Uh, and, and you're not entertaining your audience. It's just, it's just not happening. And so what ends up happening is this, it's the consistent sales posts. It's the consistent, it's the consistency of not communicating with them on a daily basis. Um, by not doing just those two things alone, you're not going to keep an audience, uh, an audience's attention for, for very long. Um, quickly, they will either a unfollow or they're just not going to follow you at all. They're not going to see any value in following you. They're not getting anything out of it, right? They're not getting any information, not getting any education, and they're not being entertained by you. So why would they follow you, right? And so that you have to ask yourself and you have to be honest, and then you have to then back up and start creating the content around that. Um, what I mean by that is, does your audience relate to how you share your message? And that's really what it comes down to is most of the time, and I can probably guarantee that if I went and looked at most of your profiles, there's, there's nothing there that would entertain me, educate me, or inform me. And, and that's why you're here. And so I'm telling you that, A, you have an interesting life. B, you know what you're talking about because you're good at what you do. And, and C, right? Not three, C. <laughs> you need to be able to relate that message and put that message out based on um, knowing those two previous things. And, and there's so many different ways that you can do that. And we'll get into it. But I want you guys to first take that step in knowing that you have an interesting life and you have something to be able to share to the community to be able to help them. 
So who are you? You and the real you, right? Personal branding is the pillar of the real world, like your reputation. What's your reputation like online? Do you have a good reputation? Do you have a bad reputation? Are you, are you reviewed? As If you're a real estate agent, you are reviewed. Um, a lot of the times, you know, you're going to share your Zillow reviews and things of that nature. Here's, here's the way that I would do it if I were you. If you've got a four-star review, <clears throat> and I'm a reputation management consultant, but at the end of the day, if you've got a four-star review, I'd much rather see the four-star review than the five-star review. You know why? Because the four-star review is really, really realistic. It's real. There's a reason why we didn't get that five-star review, but it was four stars. It's so real, you know? And uh, that reputation to me is more important than the five-star rating. I trust those four stars more than I trust those five stars, by the way. Um, proving yourself you, that, uh, you know, are you sharing everything? Are, are you extremely transparent? And, and that's one thing that I made that decision up front that I was going to share it all. Bankrupt, divorced. Uh, broke, you know, all these different things. I was going to share all this stuff. And I wanted to do that because I wanted you guys to know that like, dude, you can get your ass kicked and you can get back up. Okay. I did it. So now you can use me, right? You can use me as a conduit and say, well, dude, if this guy can do it, I can do it. And that's what I, that's what I was trying to portray out there is that I needed you to see the worst case scenario. Okay. And where you can take a worst case scenario and what you can do with it, okay? Same thing with the weight loss. It was the exact same situation. That was just another way of me not only holding myself accountable, but showing you that things can be done when you work hard and you put the effort in, okay? Who do you attract? You attract like-minded people. Um, do they align with your message? Sometimes, right? Like I'll attract people that are not like-minded. Um, you know, I believe that we should open up the economy again. That's my personal belief. There are some people that decided not to follow me anymore based on that opinion. That's their prerogative. I, there's nothing I can do about that. But again, I'm transparent and honest with you. I'm not going to sit and hide behind something and tell you that I don't believe we should be opening our economy up. I believe we should be opening our economy up. It's not a selfish thing. I'm watching people that I know go out of freaking business. I'm watching people go broke. I'm watching people become homeless. It sucks. It's my opinion but I attract the majority of the people that I attract based on that opinion are people that are like-minded to my tribe. And then that's what you will start creating. People that are like-minded to you, you start creating those people around you. So a lot of the times, and I'm sure a lot of you have dealt with a 10% customer. I've talked about a 10% customer before. A 10% customer is a customer that you take. However, they're never satisfied, okay? Based on that, you take them anyway. What ends up happening is when you start attracting and creating your own audience, the 10% client ends up going away because you can one, smell the 10% client a mile away now. And two, you don't have to rely on taking a client like that for any stretch of the imagination because you have so many people that you can rely on within your own group, okay? So who are you attracting? What's your message? Are you just selling or how do you interact? You know, who's, the people that are constantly selling, you just, I've told you a million times, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. It's, it, 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 it is a, the biggest turnoff in the entire world is a salesy sales guy. This isn't really truly even a webinar and none of these really have been because at the end of webinars, people sell you something or attempt to sell you something. I don't attempt to sell people shit. They know what I do 
and they know that they've seen the things that I've done and that they work. So based on that, if they want to do business with me, they will. I don't have to ask them to do business with me. Right. And so you guys can put yourself in that same position. Now, granted, it's not going to happen overnight, but you guys can put yourself in that same position by creating that audience around you, by being the real transparent self. And, um, and then by relating that message, you know, stop selling, start educating and informing and entertaining people. And then all of a sudden people are going to go, Oh shit. Also, they also sell something, man, I would love to buy something from this person. So especially if you offer value with it. Um, so you have to, that's part of brand. Okay. Like if Nike puts out a shoe and it's 500 bucks, people are still going to buy it. it has nothing to do with price or anything else like that. They like the brand. Now, if, Fila put out the exact same shoe with the same logo on it for 500 bucks. Nobody'd buy it. Brand, right? Brand. We're behind the brand. So now we're going to get into how do we attract those people? Because yes, Todd, I get it. I want to attract those people, but how do, how do I do that? Well, this is how you do it. This is how I do it. This is how I was taught to do it. By a, by, by a guy, and some of you already knew this, but by a guy by the name of Dennis Yu. Dennis, why you? You follow him everywhere. One of the first guys to work at Yahoo. Um, currently does the social media content for Golden State Warriors, uh, Adidas, um, Rosetta Stone, uh, among many, many other very, very large and prominent companies. Um, and he's who taught me what I know. Um, not, not everything that I know, but a majority of what I know from attracting customer fan base. So the first thing is always awareness, right? So start with the why. Okay. And this, you should be writing down like by every stretch of the imagination, you should be writing this down. Start with the why this is a local business's passion and their stories. And this is the one that you guys skip over you skip over it and you see no importance in it whatsoever. When you're building a brand, you have got to start with the story from the very beginning. How did this come to be? You don't see a lot of value in it. or You may not see a lot of value in it. Your audience will. One, it's a piece of content that can be used forever. It's not something that is like a one and done kind of thing, like an event that you're having. One, done, it's over. The story of how you got started is the most important story of all. It's how people are going to make a decision that are you their type of person that they want to do business with or not. I don't see enough people telling the story from the beginning. And that's how brand starts. It's got to start with the history of the business. So based upon that awareness, who are you? How did you start? How did you get into what you do? What's the history behind you? You got to let people know. So that starts with the first piece of content is awareness. Engagement is the next, okay? The how videos. And again, you can use video for this or you can use something else. I believe that video is the best way to do it because it's how much, it's what is easily consumed and it's most consumed by people today. But you can do this without doing video. <clears throat> the how video is designed for a business to share their expertise online. Once again, does not matter which industry or field a local business operates is because there's always something educational that a business can share with the prospective customers, which is absolutely true.
Can you guys hear me now? <clears throat> Perfect. Okay, good. Did you lose me right before engagement? Okay, cool. No problem. All right, so we'll start from awareness real quick again. So awareness is, is the why, right? So it's the industry of business that has a story. So I can't tell you how important you telling your story is. It's, it's one of the most important pieces. It's one of the most lost pieces and forgotten pieces that really is just never told, right? We put it in our, in our about section on our Facebook page and then we walk away from it. What do you guys like or what do you consume more of and like more of than anything else on the planet? Well, especially right now stories, stories. And I'm not talking about Instagram stories. I'm talking about the stories of people's lives, how inspiring lives are, how, um, how they, can, they can influence us in so many ways, right? So if you think about it from like the standpoint of like Rocky, you know, I, I, the reason I love Rocky, the Rocky movie so much is because that movie was not written <clears throat> for him to be the winner of the match. It wasn't a boxing fight. And that's why I like Sylvester Stallone so much. That movie was made for the losers. It wasn't made for the winners. It was made for the losers to let them know that, you, that life is, is extremely difficult and it will continuously beat you into the ground, but you got to keep getting back up. And I love the message within that. So based on that, you got to tell the history of who you are. If you don't own a business and it's your own personal brand, then you have to tell the history of who you are. And then what happens is the community then will decide my gosh, I really love these people. I know these people. I like these people now. I want to follow these people. I want to know more, right? So that's how you create awareness is by telling your story, starting from the very, very beginning or from the worst position of your life. Start from there and go up. Engagement. So how the video is designed for a business to share their expertise online. Once again, it does not matter. And again, it doesn't have to be a video, guys. If you're not comfortable with video, don't worry about it. You can tell your stories in different ways and you already know that. So feel a local business operates because there's always something educational that a business can share with the prospective customers. There's always information you can share without being salesy. So what I, what I like to do is this. I like to find a problem, okay, or a question that somebody in your, in, or that is, that would be a potential consumer in your industry, okay, a problem that they face. You've got the solution to that problem right? And so what you're going to do is you're going to create value and you're going to show them the solution. You're going to answer the problem. Some of you may be dealing with a blank, okay? I can help you with blank. This is how I do it. And you literally are saying, this is how I do it. Look, you can do it yourself. What you're going to find is a percentage of those people are not going to want to do it themselves, and based on that, they're going to reach out to you or they're going to come to you and they're going to pay you for services of things that they don't feel like doing, but they know they have to do. Okay. I don't, I could buy a house by myself, but I don't want to. So I don't mind paying someone a percentage to do it for me. Got it. I could cut my hair myself. I could learn to do that. I'm not an idiot. So I will pay someone else to do it for me because I know it will be done right. It's starting to make sense right now. doesn't matter what you do. The formula is relatable to anything that you sell to someone. But if you're giving them away the value for free and you're telling them how to do it themselves, that's great, but they're not going to do it. 
It's innate. It's a human thing. They will not do it. They will still go to you because you know what you're doing. But they appreciate that you put it out. They appreciate it. You're sharing and willing to share what the others aren't willing to share, which then creates trust. There's a lot of digital agency and marketers that do not want me sharing the things that I share. I don't really give a shit. I'm doing it anyway. Because in my personal opinion, I get, at that point, I'm a trusted person in that, in that business or in that, that niche that you can go to and ask a question and I'm not going to sit there and say, dude, you got to pay me for that answer. Eventually I will, but I'm, I'm going to try to help you before I do that. So once you've got the awareness and once you've got the engagement, then you're going to start to move to the conversion side of things. But before that conversion side, I always like to go to the testimonial side. And the reason I say that is this. It's the, one of the most looked over pieces of content that can end up being the most successful sales content that you can have. So this is a way for you to, be, to sell your product or sell who you are or sell what you do without chest beating yourself because no one likes that. I know I don't like it. I know that a majority of other people don't like it, but what we tend to do when we are consumers is we trust the opinions of others. That's why we look at online reviews so much. That's why they're so important to a business. They're important to a business because other customers, you believe over the own business. So if I just sat here and was like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm great at this, I'm great at that, and I had no one backing me up saying, no, he really is, then why would you believe me? But if I'm saying, and let's say I'm talking real estate agents right now, and I've got Jen Schiff behind me and Carl Belmont and Mike Ruder and Zach Bryan and um, Chris, Chris is another one, right? Chris and Rich Beck and all these different real estate agents behind me, they're going, no, nah, this dude knows what he's doing. They do a great job. Now it's a little bit easier, right? It's a little bit easier to go, oh, well then, you know, if these guys are using them, then they're probably pretty good. And so I have these testimonials to back that up. And so it's a little bit more easy. It's a little easier to be able to trust me based on that. So if you're not asking your customers for a testimonial, you're really losing out. And, and here's what you will do, right? <clears throat> you may ask them for a review. That's great. I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, that review is only good for like, you know, it's good, but most people aren't going to read it. The average, just so you know, the percentage of people that read a positive review, they only read the first four or five words and then they move on to the next one. Okay. On a three, two star or one star review, they read basically the whole thing because they want to see the story. So based on a testimonial, I like testimonials because they, they can be used forever. So they're a good investment. If someone is comfortable for being, with being on video, I 100% would say, hey, look, is it cool if I shoot you on like a one minute video? All you have to do is talk about your experience with me. I'm not going to tell you what to say. Just tell me, tell me about the experience. And what you'll find is that most people, it comes very naturally to them um, about talking about someone else and about the experience that they've had. And it's a great thing. And that can be used as your sales tool. You don't have to sell yourself. You can just let your happy customers sell for you. It's very, very simple and very easy. That's when we move into the conversion side of things. And the conversion side is the what, okay? So what are you offering? So if I'm Pascal and I'm offering, I'm offering that I can cut your hair or I can help you feel better about yourself by getting your hair or facial or spa day done with my company. And this is why, testimonial, right? And I'm using that to convert people. Same with Chris, right? Happy, real, happy people that have bought a house from him or used him to sell a house. One video, testimonial, 
I can use those people. I'm more trusting of those people than Chris actually telling, saying how great he is at real estate. So based on those two things, it's a much, much easier conversion of new customers to you. So that's how you create brand around awareness, engagement, testimonial conversion. Got it? This helps you with the conversion side of it. All these three things help push the conversion side for better results. Okay. Now that doesn't get into targeting, but if you don't have the awareness, the engagement and the testimonial side set up, the conversion will not happen. And that's most likely why most of you have done boosted posts and things like that. And you're not converting. And it's because you haven't done those first three things because they're going to go look at all the other stuff first, by the way, before they decide to do business with you. They want to see your Facebook page. They're going to Google you. They're going to do all these different things before they even decide to do business with you. So if those aren't happening, then the conversion rate is going to be very, very low because now all you're doing again is trying to sell. Okay. So awareness, engagement, testimonial conversion. That's what you want to do. I think I'm missing the arrow there. There it is. So where are you communicating? Well, where are you communicating? And that's what we talk about with casting a wide net. Are you casting a wide net? What is your content? What type of content are you currently putting out? And, and I really want to know that. Like, are you guys putting out more video? Are you guys putting out more static imagery? Um, uh, are you guys tweeting? Uh, how many times a day are you posting? I want to know all those types of things when I'm talking to a, talking to a client because I, I want to, that, and that's the other thing, by the way, I never want my clients to be with me forever. Some of them I do, but, but most of them I don't. I want them just to learn and watch what we're doing, but I also want them to be involved. It's a very do it with me kind of thing. It's not do it for, there is a do it for me, but I like to do it with me because I want to see them grow and, and, and do it on their own. You're going to appreciate it more when you do that. So what is your content? What type of content are you putting out? Well, a lot of the times what we do is we fall into a, 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 a brick, we basically walk into a brick wall and we can't figure out what we can create content around. I mean, it happens to me too, believe it or not. Based on that, what you want to do is you want to use tools to be able to help yourself come up with content. So I've said this before and I'm going to type it into the chat, askthepublic.com. It's a great site. What that's going to do is it's going, if you go to that site, it's, it's very simple. Type in what you do. And based on that, you're going to see questions that people have about the industry or topic um, that you typed in. And then you can then go backwards and create content around answering those questions. Because here's the thing, they want the answers to the questions. What's happening is nobody's making any content around answering those questions. So if you put it out, you're going to create a footprint. What's your footprint? I call that a digital footprint. What's your digital footprint? If what would I be able to find you in a lot of places? Am I going to see a lot of, of pitter patter of your feet in different platforms? The odds are, and probably not. I would say the average of people that are in this webinar right now probably have at the max two platforms that they spend the majority of their time on. They probably have some of the other apps on their phone. You're just not spending daily time there. And you're never going to be able to build brand if you're only utilizing one or two platforms. It's just not going to happen. How are you amplifying it, right? So when I talk about amplification, I'm talking about are you sharing content from other platforms to other platforms? So are you taking something from your TikTok and are you sharing it on your Instagram? 
Are you taking something from your Instagram and are you sharing it on your Facebook? Are you taking something from your Facebook and are you sharing it on your LinkedIn? Are you taking something from your TikTok and sharing it on your Snapchat? Are you taking long form video from your IGTV or Facebook and are you sharing it on YouTube? It's a lot. I know. I get it. But eventually, just like anything else, you're going to create those habits and it's going to become very, very easy for you to distribute that content. And we're going to go through some of the tools that are going to help you, but you've got to amplify the content. If you're not going to spend money on running ads, which I do, I've been, said this a million times, I spend, I spend a lot of money on running ads. Some ads are just based around awareness, running people back to my profiles to get more followers. And that's what happens. If you're not going to run ads, and that's the only way to amplify your brand is by consistently putting out content on as many platforms as possible. That's it. It's the only way you're going to grow it if you're not going to spend money on running digital advertising back to your, your profiles. It's just not, not going to happen. It's going to speed the process up basically is what, is what I mean by that. Are you sharing your knowledge? There's, again, I, I, you guys all have knowledge about what you do. Most of you have been doing the same thing for 10, 15, 20 years. If, if you're not sharing the knowledge that you currently have, um, you're doing a disservice to the, not only the younger generation of people that are in your industry, but you're doing a disservice to yourself. Because again, this puts a lot of, um, and this is kind of like an emotional thing, but you may not think what you know is important, but there's a ton of people out there that if you share that knowledge, they would be like, wow, that's amazing. That's really cool. And it might even inspire people to get into the industry that you're in. So there's a reason why people listen to people that are a bit older than them. That's why we always typically go to, to people in nursing homes and ask them, you know, what's your biggest regrets? You know, and they all kind of say the same thing. But at the end of the day, it's the knowledge that we want from them. We want that knowledge from them because they've lived a longer life than we have. Based upon that, you guys have a lot of knowledge that you could be sharing that you're not. And that's just, it's, it's a disservice to everybody. Are you searchable? So can you be found? If I type in your name, can I find you? Have you created a Google knowledge panel with your name? If you have an interesting name, it's not a common name like Todd Collins. If you have an interesting name and it's, and it's very original, like a Lauren DiMartino, go get your Google knowledge panel. It's a big deal. Getting a Google knowledge panel can help you start. And you just type it in and you say, claim this knowledge panel. It's on Google, YouTube it, and you can find directions on how to do it. Or I have a friend who does it. And they do a very good job with it. But Google Knowledge, Pal Google, Google knowledge um, Panels are extremely important because a lot of people are going to be like, well, let me Google him and see if he's like really what, as good as he is. If you had a Google Knowledge Panel, most likely in the next couple months, you're going to end up having a Wikipedia page. <laughs> so at that point, you're really well known. So um, are you searchable? Can I find you in all these different platforms? Can I find you in all these different places? You know, what's one of the most, this one, what's one of the strongest URLs links that can be found in Google? Man, do that your LinkedIn profile. Do LinkedIn profile. How, again, most of you, 100% are not utilizing LinkedIn on a daily basis. Makes no sense to me. Same with Twitter. Real estate agents, I, I'm, I'm going to beat it into your head. I've got real estate agents that have Twitter leads coming in on a daily basis. And people complain constantly about, oh, I can't find anybody to buy a house. Dude, they're all over the place. Again, you know the platform, you just don't know how to use the platform, right? It doesn't cost you money, by the way, to scrape Twitter. Are you searchable? Can you be found? That's, that's a big problem when coming to brand. So tools of the trade, what can help you accelerate this process? Well, there, there's quite a bit, and I've talked about them before. 
some of you don't know about these, some of you do. <clears throat> I'm gonna add a few more in though. TubeBuddy is, is really, really cool because here, here's something that's interesting. A lot of the times people don't get on YouTube or don't upload videos to YouTube because they're kind of like, they don't understand how it works. What I like about TubeBuddy is it does all the work for you. So like, if I were to ask you guys like, you know, did you properly um, upload uh, your tags to your YouTube video? You're gonna be like, my what? My what? My tags? The, the TubeBuddy's gonna do everything for you. It's gonna show you higher, higher performing videos that are so much to your video. Do you wanna use the tags from this video? Things of that nature. So TubeBuddy is a really good one if you wanna start getting into YouTube videos. Now, here's an interesting little fact. This has not been talked about at all. YouTube, not Facebook, is going to be launching a rival um, in-app against TikTok that's going to be very, very similar to TikTok. And so insider-wise, if you're not on YouTube, I'd get on YouTube immediately because you're going to have access to something that is going to be probably TikTok's biggest competitor. It won't be Instagram anymore. It's going to be YouTube. Um, I'll have more on that and I'll talk more about it later, but there's a reason why I put TubeBuddy there. Design Lab, I love Design Lab. It's one of my favorite apps. It's just so easy to use. It's so easy to use and it, it can make you look like a pro. Um, it's the, the, the ease of access into the application, the ease of access in design. It's, 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 just, it's just one of the easiest apps to use and it can make it can really, really bring life to your Instagram stories. It can really bring life to your Facebook stories. And it can also be used for just regular posts. So from that standpoint, I love it. Um, Clipomatic is is not an app that I currently use, but it's one that I know that a lot of people use for subtitling. I'm still a bigger fan of, of Beamly. I think it's the easiest one to do. Um, I did a project. It was interesting. I put, I put, <laughs> I, um, I put a video. I put that I can make video on Fiverr and I ended up getting a client and they, it's like 10 bucks or something like that. It was just a project. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And I did it. And I finished the video in like two and a half minutes or something like that. And I just used Beamly to make it. And they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I made like 10 bucks. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, this is the easiest one that I've ever used from a subtitling standpoint. And subtitles are so important because people typically watch video with the audio off. Think about it for a second right now. Last time you were on Instagram stories, did you have the audio on or audio off? Right? Facebook, audio on or audio off? See? Subtitles are extremely important. We forget that though when we're uploading our own video, but when we're consuming others' video, we either wish there were subtitles so we could listen to the sound off, or we, we, it would be a lot easier. If they, we see the subtitles, typically what they'll end up doing is they like what they read on the subtitles, they'll turn the volume on, okay? Um, so subtitles, you have to put on video if you're going to upload video. Mojo, another big fan of, of Mojo. Mojo and Design Lab, both, both of them. Uh, download them today. They are two of the best content creator tools that are out there um, from a standpoint of making yourself look really, really good, um, really, really interesting, coming up with really great ideas. Um, they're just two of the best. And I always talk about them, and there's a reason for that. It's because I use them, I use them a lot, and I think they are – they're two of the best mobile applications out there. All right. So is video a part of your strategy? I mean, that's a good question, right? You know, as far as, you know, a couple of days ago, Pasquale didn't have any video as part of her strategy, which is a problem, right? 
but she went and she created a video and now she knows that video should be part of her social media strategy. So um, over here, what I talked about, it was interesting. I said, do you remember where's the beef lady? Of course you do. Entertainment catches more eyes. So 80% of your content should be visually based. Subtitles are key as most video is read, not heard, which we've talked about before. Most content is read, it's not heard. Um, but you wanna be able to, uh, and th this is something very interesting. So Google's announced a new addition to Google search, which uh, will link users to specific moments within a YouTube video that directly answer their Google query. So what I mean by that is this, when, if you were to Google how to start a podcast in 2019, okay, the next time you go to YouTube, what you're going to find is you're going to see YouTube videos that are congruent to what you are searching on Google or vice versa. So if you were searching something on YouTube, when next time you go to Google, what you're going to find is you're going to find Google ads and or YouTube videos that are congruent to what you were seeing um, in your YouTube search now in your Google search. And so based on that, and that's, of course, that makes sense. Obviously Google owns YouTube, but what is happening now is there's that keyword usage is being translatable between both platforms. So it's something just to keep in the back of your mind when, if, when, if you do create content for YouTube, um, that it's going to make a lot more sense to make sure you're using keywords on both sides, YouTube and Google. Most of us care way too much about uh, how we look instead of the message we're sending. Um, some of you do know Colin. Colin's a great guy. Um, and again, this is a, a successful real estate agent who uh, is in Pennsylvania. He's not in Maryland, but he's in Pennsylvania. The guy wears a backwards hat and a t-shirt all day long and shoots most of his content from his phone. Based on that, um, he's focused more on the content than he is on the visual presentation and the perfection of what it looks like. And so what happens is, is that he puts out so much content that he will win based on the people that are, that are just putting out content and they're putting all of it into the creative and not so much into the context of what they're putting out. Um, and so that's a problem. And I mean, that's, that's where sometimes you got to find that balance. Right. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that in the very beginning, if you go back to my Instagram, my, my, the creative was not that great. I've been successful enough now to be able to build a team, you know, that just works with me to help create a lot of the content that I do, right? You guys don't have access to these people. I, they're my people. Uh, I built that. But you, are, you have the ability to then eventually get more creative when you start creating content that is starting to be aware of what you're doing, okay? So don't overthink the creative. I really don't want you to do that. That's where most of you start falling short. Because the minute you start overthinking the creative, you're, you, that's time away from that you could have been posting, okay? And again, I want you to take into consideration the last couple posts just specifically on Instagram that have done well for me have just been screenshotted tweets. A lot of the stuff that I'm doing right now is, is, is project-based. So if you follow me on Instagram, what you'll have noticed is you'll notice the last three, I don't know, maybe the last week, I've been posting three times a day. And so what I've been doing is I've been following a schedule based on the analytics inside of, of uh, my profile and really expanding the amount of content that I'm putting out and I'm trying to show people that even before I was putting like one piece of content out a day and I'm putting out three pieces of content. I'm trying to show people that it's not necessarily always the numbers and the amount of content that you put out, but it's the quality of content that you put out. Um, and that's where I don't want you guys to get caught up. You guys, when you're ready to put out three pieces of content a day on each platform, you'll know when you're ready to do that. Um, most of you are not ready to do that. You need to start slow and you need to start at like one a day. I believe one a day is plenty 
Um, and I believe one a day is the great place to start to get yourself creating a habit and create, be, becoming consistent. You're going to be at the point when I'm done with you where you're going to be able to post on every platform within two and a half minutes. Okay. And you can do it. You just got to have yourself set up to do it. I got to keep moving to the side here because I got to see the errors. So IGTV, right? I'm like a big fan of IGTV. Is everybody still with me? Damn, you're all still with me. Great. All right, I'm a big fan of IGTV. I like it. Um, I don't, here's the thing. I don't watch it a lot. I don't watch it a lot, but I post there a lot. Now, what I like about it is this. You can use, the who, most of you don't have 10,000 followers or more, and, and that's okay. But most of you want that ability to swipe up and to drive people to an exterior link, right? If you do, then sound off in the chat. Yeah, you all do. There's not one person in here that doesn't want to be able to hit swipe up, right? And, and do that. So if you look at, um, you know, I'm going to use this as an example. So if you go on Instagram and you go on the Captain Conrad's, uh, um, Tony Conrad's Instagram profile, okay? And I want you to look at something real quick. If you go into his Instagram stories, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. On the eighth story, you have the ability, the ability to swipe up. Now, based on that, I want you to follow the directions from there. So you're going to type in, um, actually, I'll just go through the directions first and then I'll show you. But use the mobile application InShot to adjust your canvas to fit the IGTV 9 by 16 dimensions, okay? So your vertical video on IGTV, it's got to be a vertical video and it's got to be by 9 by 16. That's the format. That's the dimensions that the video needs to be in. Now, wherever your video is in that 9 by 16 doesn't matter, but the video has got to be within there, Okay. So then you can place that exterior link in the description area to drive a CTA to convert to your clients. So it could be a landing page, an event, it could be your link tree that I've talked about before. Um, and then that gives you the ability to use the swipe up. So what I mean by that is this, you're going to have to, now you're going to have to have a one minute standard video that just kind of plays over and over again, but drives to that link. So what you would want to do is, I'm going to have to use... I'm going to share my phone screen and we're going to do it, but not right now, but we're definitely going to do it, but I'm going to show my, we're going to finish the slides first and then I'm going to share my phone screen and I'm going to show you how to do it. I'd rather do it that way. Regardless, everybody has the ability to do this and nobody's doing it. And I don't understand why, if you didn't have 10,000 followers, why you wouldn't utilize Instagram stories and IGTV to drive people to a URL where you can sell something because you can. Um, it's, it's most likely because A, again, you don't know how to use the mobile application and B, um, you're, you're too lazy. That part you don't want to hear, but it's the truth and you fucking know it. Bang, baby. That's another secret weapon of mine. Should use it. Pillars of distribution. 
Okay, and by the way, we are going to come back to the IGTV thing. I promise I'm going to share my current screen. I'm going to show it to you. Pillars of distribution. This is how I do it. Audio. This is the quickest way. Okay, so the quickest way to create content is through audio. It's also the best way to, to uh, compile long-form and short-form content. Audio can be transcribed to micro and macro copy for social media posts and videos. So I want you to think about something right now. Am I right now, sound off in the chat, am I right now creating content? Do I really need to wait for the chat? You guys already know that's what's happening. Yeah, I'm creating content right now, okay? And what I'm doing is <clears throat> I've got a screen right here, right? I've got visual of me, face, and I've got audio. So I have three ways that I can share content right now. I can, one, take this audio and, I, and video and I can do whatever I want with it. I can create it into an Instagram post. I could create it into a Facebook post, YouTube, long-form YouTube, long-form Facebook, all those types of things. I can create so much from it. So everything that you do should be from one of these pillars of content to be able to redistribute to other places. So audio is huge. You don't have to have a podcast to have audio content. You can use different mobile applications. You can record yourself and do voiceovers on your phone. You guys can do whatever you want. I believe that you should start a podcast. Again, because you can leverage other people's audiences. Is it hard to start a podcast? No, it's not hard to start a podcast. All you have to do is go to YouTube, go to my channel, and I literally have a YouTube video that says, you guessed it, how to start a podcast. And I go through everything that I went through to do my podcast, and that's it. And again, if you aren't comfortable talking, then interview other people in your industry. What's going to end up happening is you're going to be able to leverage their audiences, which then helps you grow your brand and your following, okay? Video. Video is stated should be 80% of your distribution. I believe that. 80% of your distribution should be video, okay? It's just how people consume content currently. Um, based on that, uh, long form three minutes or more uh, for Facebook or YouTube. Yes, your Facebook videos should be three minutes or longer. And the reason I say that is because Facebook says we're going to show your videos if they're three minutes or longer to more people. It's a fact. So if you go to your desktop today and you try to upload a video that's not three minutes long on your desktop, on the right-hand side, before you post it, it's going to say, big red X, this video is not three minutes long or longer. Now, if Facebook's telling you, uh-oh, your video is not three minutes or longer, maybe you should rethink your strategy. Your video should be three minutes or longer. Now, granted, you can post videos that aren't as long as three minutes. I do that. Look, it is what it is. But if I'm really trying to put out a big piece of long-form content, I'm going to put it on Facebook and YouTube, which I did. The other day, I think I put a 27 or 30 minute video out on Facebook and it did great. Um, and they, it's been seen by a lot of people. And, and so that's what they want to see. Facebook and YouTube, they want long form video. Um, short form snippets for all other formats, right? So if you're just going to do a quick Instagram feed, it's going to be one minute. If you want to go longer than one minute, that's okay. You just got to make sure that you upload it from the IGTV app and you got to make sure that it's in that nine by 16 format. And what I would say is, Go ahead and show that post to preview. You want to have that, that, that IGTV post uh, previewed in your newsfeed. And again, I'll, I'll show you that. Video content should be supported by the audio and sometimes used together. 100% it should. Um, you can use your video and audio together. There's no question about that. Um, and that is really what's going to help you come up with long-form or short-form video. 
last couple of uh, last couple of videos that I put out on Instagram and Facebook were from these webinars. Um, it was content that I was creating based on the webinars, so it gives me endless amounts of content. Uh, blog. Transcription of the audio or video should be transcribed for blog creation. This will also assist in organic unpaid SEO. Blogs are also very helpful to drive traffic back to sites that house a tracking code to create custom advertising audiences. Now from the bottom side of that, I'm not gonna get too deep into it. it that is an extremely advanced side of advertising and um, content creation. So I'm not gonna get big into the tracking codes and the advertising audiences and things of that nature, but the blog I do wanna talk about. A lot of times you're going to say to yourself, oh my God, I can't write a blog. I don't know how to write a blog. Okay, so I want you to write this down. Create the audio. Talk. Talk. Put your phone, record it, and start talking. Take that audio file, once you're done talking on a topic, and send it to rev.com. R-E-V.com. Okay? Take you there real quick. Oops. That wasn't very nice. I mean, I changed the screen on you guys. Rev.com. Rev.com, within about, man, let's say you uploaded like an, I don't know, 15 minutes of audio or 12 minutes of audio. They're going to charge you, I think, like a dollar per minute, if not less than that, to transcribe your audio into written word. And now you can take that and you can post that as a blog on your site. So in a matter of minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, you can have the written word of what you literally said back and ready to post up on your website for a blog. I can tell you this straight up. Blogging, real blogging to your website is the best thing that you can do from an unpaid organic SEO standpoint. Because what you're doing is you're sharing information from your website and Google scrapes, I mean, every couple minutes, scraping, looking for information to answer questions and on topics that people are talking about. So even better, if you can blog about something that's extremely relatable to the moment, even better. Um, now, there's a site that will help you guest post, okay? So if like, let's say, you, know, you ever seen like people in their, they're like, um, they're, They've been on like Entrepreneur and Forbes and stuff like that and all, all those different things. Okay. I mean, we've all seen it. Like to me, it's like, whatever. But regardless of that, if you go to The Hoth, okay, there's a site called The Hoth, H-O-T-H. Um, they have a service where they'll help you guest post um, and they'll get you guest posts on places like Forbes and Entrepreneur.com and things like that. And that can really help from a social proofing standpoint for you. And it's very affordable. I think it's like 100 or 200 bucks. But it's something that's great. It helps influence people to be able to go, oh, this, is, this guy's a trusted, this person's a trusted source for information. Granted, you have to, you have to blog a little bit, but it's not that hard. Um, you're picking a topic, you're talking about something that you know, um, and they'll get you uh, guest posts um, on some of these bigger, well-known places. And that is great for SEO. So instead of paying thousands of dollars for uh, uh, <laughs> Google AdWords campaigns and things of that nature, you can take $100 or $200 and be a guest post on a prominent uh, news source um, in the industry that you're in. So um, in my opinion, um, that is a really, really good product to be able to use. And Rev, I'm a huge fan of. Um, I am not a great blogger. There's no, by no stretch of the imagination. Um, I can talk. And so based on that, I can record my talking and I can send it to Rev and then they will help me break it down. 
Um, and that's what I use to, to create blogs. I should, probably should be blogging more, even myself. I know I could do more. Um, and blogging is something that I want to pay more attention to, just like YouTube. And I just uploaded a YouTube video yesterday. So we all kind of stick to our comfortable states, but Rev is a very easy and affordable tool for you to be able to blog. So you have no excuse not to blog now. And then social, right? The transcribed audio, I misspelled the there, obviously, as you can say. So even Todd makes mistakes. The transcribed audio can now be used to create short and longer form copy. This copy uh, can assist in using specific search words for the video or image used in the post. So uh, I, I believe it was Lauren that asked this question. I think, actually, let me go back and look here. Was it Lauren? One second. Uh, yes, it was Lauren. So Lauren, to answer your question about uh, the, you know, the copy, right? The copy within the posts, you can take some of the copy that was transcribed from a podcast or from the audio recording that you did that Rev transcribed for you. And you can use that as the copy um, in your social media posts. And so a lot of times people like, they, they don't realize that they can do that. And so here's something else that's very interesting, like from a Twitter standpoint, right? Like a lot of people are sleeping on Twitter, but what's cool about Twitter, and I've really up the Twitter game lately. Like I'm tweeting like probably like 10 to 12 times a day now. I'm really up in that Twitter game. Twitter, and I've got followers on it. It's crazy. The, the Twitter side of things is that it's, so, it's such short snackable pieces of content, like such short snackable wording that you can take two or three lines from, your, from an Instagram post that maybe did really well and put it on Twitter. And all of a sudden now you've got tweets, right? So what I'm doing now is I have like Maddie or, yeah, maybe right now I have Maddie doing it. I have Maddie going into my Instagram account and pulling one or two quotes from copy in the descriptions of some of my Instagrams. And then I'm using those as tweets right now. Um, and so I'm increasing the amount of tweets that I'm putting out, which is then now increasing my awareness on Twitter. And it's now putting me in connection with people I wasn't connected with before, but everything came from the pillar of distribution. So I took the audio, the video, the blog, and the social, and it all came really and flowed together, right? Very, very easily. I recorded, I did some video with the recording. I then took that sentence of rev, created a blog out of it. And then the audio, the video, and the transcribed content, I then created into social media posts. Do you guys see it? You see that pillar? Make sense? That's brand. Brand. It all leads to, but notice that the social media side is the very last piece. That's the last piece. You got to create the content. Social's the last piece. Now, I'm going to show you, I think you guys already know all this stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we're going to ask questions, but I want to do something first. So let's say, I should probably screen, yeah, there we go. So that's that answer the public. And I, th I think I, I actually put ask the public in there in the, in the website or in the chat. And that was wrong. So it's actually answer the public. I apologize. So let me put that answer. I always do that. I want to punch that guy in the face, by the way. Because he just wants to say something, but he just does this. Uh, so <laughs> I know, right? Totally want to punch a student in the face. All right. So. Um, let's take a look at it real quick. Let's type in um, real estate. Search. 
to make your brain want to blow up? Now, it's going to show you questions, it's going to show you prepositions, and it's going to show you comparisons, okay? Um, let's say you're not finding anything on this side of things. What you're going to find is you're going, you're, you can then go to related. Sometimes there's good related stuff, sometimes there's not, but look at all these questions that real estate agents could be answering, right? So I like starting with the what. What real estate taxes are deductible? This is something I would like to know, right? And this is something that a particular real estate agent could create a piece of video content around, right? With some audio and then create that into a blog and put that out there. And that could be picked up by someone, right? So this, again, you have no excuse, zero, zero excuses on how to create content or what you need to do. I've given you the tools now. Now you know what to do. I can create video. You can. I can start a podcast or I can record audio with my device. You can. I can't think of content to come up with. Now you have something to come up with the content, right? I don't have the tools to be able to transcribe or write a blog. Now you do. You have all these tools now at your disposal. So what you do with them is completely up to you. But what I like about this is that Answer the Public scrapes Google and based on what Google questions are there is what's showing up as what's popular or what people want answers to, okay? And I like how it's broken down in the what, when, why, where, which, will, who, are, how, and can, because that's how we ask questions, okay? These are things that people type in. In my opinion, it's a preposition, so I don't find as much value in the prepositions as I do the questions. Um, we kind of already know the prepositions on most topics, so I don't find a lot of value in it, but I do like... I really, really like um, knowing the comparisons and the comparisons are cool because if you're running Google campaigns or you're running um, uh, uh, Facebook campaigns, especially Google campaigns from a keyword standpoint, you're running blogs, the comparisons and prepositions really help you from a keyword search standpoint. And these are keywords that you should be using inside of your blogs. Now, based on real estate, that's real estate. But let's say we wanted to go in and we wanted to do something else. So Pascua, I would say, let's do, um, I got real detailed right there for a second. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be zero because it was just too, it was too much. So let's just type in pair. Whoa. I, I really am. I do. I, I love hair. I, I just do. Ah, okay. I went to the. All right. We'll skip right answer the public for now. All right. Moving on. So we have the questions. We know how to do the content. We have the question. You really into hair and hair festival type in COVID 19? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I love hair. I mean, I, I believe that hair is. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just like it. I think it's important, man. I think it's really important. I think it says a lot about somebody. It's like their shoes, you know? If you care about what your hair looks like and you care about what your shoes look like, then typically you care about a lot of other shit too. That's the truth. It's an Italian proverb as well. Create your logo with, and it's a made up Italian proverb that I made up. Create your logo with uh, the Wix logo maker. So a lot of you were like, 
Oh my God. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. There you go. Uh, a lot of you are like, uh, hey, man, I, I can't come up with a logo. I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do. You know, sign everything else. You can go to Wix.com and you can create a logo like within seconds. Okay. So I'm going to show you how to make this brand this quick, right? You're going to go in. I'm not going to make it for you, but I'm just going to show you. Boom. Enter the name, add a tagline. Boom. Let's go. It takes you through four or five different steps. And now all of a sudden you've got a logo for your brand. Then once you have your logo, you jump over to color hunt. Now grab your color platforms. Okay. So color palettes um, are typically what people want to use from a brand standpoint. Um, so I, I like colorhunt.com. It gives me the ability to grab up um, these hex codes, right? So you can see right there. You guys can choose whatever one you want. Okay. And then once you're done at Color Hunt, you picture color codes and your colors. Jump over to FontJoy. Yeah. And pick out the font that you want to use for your brand. So that's literally in two minutes, you got. The content, you got the tools, you got everything you need. Here's your logo maker. Got your logo done. Boom. There's your color codes, brand color codes, ready to go. Boom. Got our company font, ready to go. And then, well, before all of that, you should have jumped over to Shopify and created your business name generator to make sure that nobody else had your business name brand in less than two minutes. Good? Bad? You said mind blown. No excuses. You guys have no excuses now. Free tools, all for you. Question is, are you gonna do something with it? I don't know, that's up to you. But Shopify, um, business name generator, works really well. Find the font at FontJoy. Find the colors and the color palettes and the hex codes at Color Hunt and create your logo at Wix Logo Maker. And then find the content that you want to create your content around by using Answer the Public. Cool? Let's jump into the, the uh, phone screen real quick. Okay. Let's see. Stop share and then we're going to share screen and then we're gonna go here. And screen mirroring. This is always like the most annoying part. You guys see my phone? Move the chat. Always got it. Amen. Yes, definitely amen. All right, great. So you guys can see the see the device. All right. So remember what we were talking about? I was talking about this the standpoint of utilizing IGTV for um, for your. Uh, Swipe up feature if you don't have if you don't have um, ten thousand followers. So based on that, this is what we're going to do. This has already been I've already pre-created this, but let's do it for let's do it for somebody else, right? So we'll do it for 
well, we're not going to go for Jimmy's because they have over 10,000 followers. So we'll do it for restaurant reputations. I think I actually already did do it, but I'll do it again. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we're on that Instagram page. Now we're going to hop into IGTV. We're going to click those three bars at the very top and we're going to switch accounts. And we're going to switch to restaurant reputations. And then we're going to create a video. Okay. So I clicked that top. I clicked that little camera at the very, very top. And what we're going to go down here is you got to have a video that's like a minute, minute and a half long um, to upload to IGTV. So it used to be where you could upload. It had to be at least 15 seconds, but it's got to be at least a minute and a half now. So you're going to take this. And we're going to go find like a, like a quick minute and a half video. Um, it's going to have to be something restaurant reputations related. So I'm going to have to go back here quite a bit. I believe I'll get you guys just like hunting through my phone. It's going to be tough to find something. So much crap on my phone, guys. This is ridiculous. Uh, I know this part's boring. I'm really sorry. It's going to pay off and you guys are going to like it. You know what? Let's grab this one. So we're going to grab this video, which I like. This was a video that my friends at Shift Drinks did. Okay. So we're going to take this video and we're gonna upload it to IGTV. Now, again, I'm gonna delete this later, so it doesn't really matter, but as you can see at the very, very top, see, I don't like how that, see how the title's all messed up? I don't like that. So if I wanted to reformat that to fit it right, I would go to InShot, I would upload this video to InShot, the nine by 16 side, scoot this down just a little bit, and then it would be a perfect fit. So regardless, I just wanna show you how this works. So the video's gotta be more than a minute and a half long, so we already have that, so we're gonna hit next. Now. This is the most important part, okay? Now, title, you wanna make sure that I always like to use two fingers down right here. So this one right here, right? Click here now. And then here I'm gonna put our website. Now remember, Restaurant Reputations doesn't have 10,000 followers on Instagram. I'm not going to add it to a series, but here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to hit post a preview here, and I don't want you to hit make visible on Facebook, okay? So we're going to hit post. All right, now it's posted, all right? So then what we're going to do is we're going to hop back over to Instagram. Okay. And we're just going to make a quick video real quick. Right. Let's get it there. Should be actually looking. There we go. Hey guys, I hope everyone's doing well. Tap next uh, and then click up at the top to get your free trial for restaurantreputations.com. So we're going to make sure that we send that to just 
sharing options. We're going to turn it off just once because I just want this to go to Instagram stories. Okay. So now it's sent. All right. Now what we're going to do is we're going to create one more video. Okay. This is where it gets good. Okay. Awesome. I'm glad you guys did that. I want you to go ahead and, and swipe up right now and click the link and you guys will get a free trial of reputations.com. So now we're going to go up to this little, so if you see this little link up here, right here, see that? We're going to add the IGTV link right here. See this? Okay. See this right here? We're going to click that. And then we're going to click done. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna add a swipe up feature. Yeah, let's just let's swipe up for, swipe up the shop, we'll just do that, okay? And then again, I don't wanna, I don't want it to go to Facebook. All right, done, okay, ready? <coughs> All right, so what we're gonna do is, now we're gonna hop over to me, okay? So when I'm looking at, when I'm, when I'm looking at that Instagram page, I'm gonna see something differently than if we were within it, okay? So I'm gonna go and look at their stories. Okay, there's the first story. Second story, all right, ready? I'm gonna click that. Click here, I did, yes, I'm following directions. And now I've got an external link where I can drive through my stores without 10,000 followers. Got it? So now you guys know how to create the swipe up feature without having 10,000 followers. I apologize that this guy's interrupting our webinar. So now you guys see it, there you go. Swipe up, click, click the link. External URL without 10,000 followers. Uh, yeah, I know you guys are. Italians, are. Italians are very into their hair and beautiful other shoes. I know I'm Italian, yes. Yeah, uh, 100%. Mine are more Vans though, but anyway. Don't apologize for this guy. Okay, cool, yeah. He's, he's uh, gonna help me out. Hey, little bro. Say hey. That's Renner, by the way. Um, so yeah, no, I think that's, uh, I think that's probably it from that standpoint. Um, if I, I hopefully I, I get to see some of you guys doing that, using that IGTV platform to be able to do that. It's freaking awesome. And it really gives you guys the ability to drive people from your Instagram stories to an exterior, uh, landing page or website, um, to help build brand off of that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I think I wanted to talk about today, but I, th that was pretty much it. I think most of you already know about like remove background and remove um, on screen. The one thing I did want to um, do is, is show you this. And I think it's kind of neat. And this is that, the whole thing I was talking about, but let's say, let's say we wanted to go to, say we wanted to go to unscreen. We talked about this before. Yeah. And let's say you wanted to, God darn it. All right, he's gone. He rolled out on us. So 
sometimes you guys want to create your own gifs right like creating a gif is really really cool so i like going like creating like a video so let's do this one but this is how you can create a gif sticker for your instagram stories turn it around real quick so you can be like All right, so now that we've got that, we're gonna to go to remove that on screen. We're gonna upload this clip. Photo library, recents. We're gonna take that nine second video. We're gonna choose. It's gonna compress it down and compressing down. Hold on one second. All right, so what it's doing right now is it's creating a GIF, right? It's creating a transparent PNG, okay? Now, I want to download this, right? And I want to download it as a GIF or an animated PNG. Let's download it as a GIF. My bad. I can take it. Let's just grab that. Now I've got a GIF sticker. Let's paste it into my Instagram stories. Okay. That's how you make your funny GIFs, transparent PNGs for Instagram stories. What I recommend is going faster. This was a very quick, fast one that I did, but going faster with your GIF and then doing it that way. Now, if you have a professional GIF page, you can upload that and you can make that into your own. Yeah, it only took a second. And that's what I was trying to explain to you guys. A lot of this stuff you think takes really long to do, but it doesn't. It's just stuff that you have to practice at and get it done. So unscreen.com um, is, I'm not going to post that obviously, but unscreen.com is that site. And then um, Chris, you know about this one, and this is one that I know that you, I know you struggle with it for a second, but now you got it, is uh, remove.bg. So if you want to create your own stickers without using GIFs you can upload images to remove them to create something else, you can just upload your image from here. Let's say I've got um, this background right here of this dude. Oops. You may or may not recognize, recognize this guy. Now, this guy right here, okay, if you can see right here at the very the top one, I've now removed the background so I can add it to whatever I want. It's okay, we're almost on that. And then I can add different backgrounds if I wanna add different backgrounds or I can just download that transparent PNG, which I do. Download the image, more, save image. Again, jump, jump back in my Instagram. I 
And then we're going to oops, copy this. Actually, we'll copy both. How about that? Copy that one. And we'll copy this one. And now you can use your stickers from within. Got it? Pretty awesome. Okay, any questions? Does anybody have any questions on anything that we did from beginning to end? I'd really like to know. Some of you guys really hung in there. And I'm doing them, I'm doing these things, trying to do these things super long. Um, Cause I'm trying to pack as much content in there as, as I can for you guys. Any questions? Here's the good news. How to create a story for your business that feels authentic. You know, that's a great question, Lauren. I, I think the best way to do that, to, to be able to create a, a story that's authentic, I think is to make it as real as possible. What I mean by that is um, maybe it goes back to what I was saying before about you know telling your story, you know, that attraction standpoint. But I think also, um, like, don't put a lot of thought into the creative, just a camera, you, good lighting, um, and then create that story from that. Um, and just remember that every 15 seconds, if, especially just for your Instagram stories, you're going to have every 15 seconds, you're going to have to take a pause or 14 seconds, you're going to have to take a pause because it's going to cut your story. And then we have one minute, one full minute to be able to tell the story. Now, one minute is a long time, but that's what you're going to have to do. Um, and to be authentic is up to you. I can't tell you how to be authentic. The only thing I can tell you is be as honest and transparent as possible. And then the authenticity will just come through. Lisa said something here. Hold on. Will you be sending out the recorded video? Lots of great information, but would like to rewatch certain parts. Uh, yeah. That's up to Chris because Chris paid for this. I'm just sure. I'm sure Chris will be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Um, most of the time what I do, just so you know with these, is I take the audio and I upload it as a podcast and then you can listen to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. Um, I upload them in, as a podcast and then you guys can listen back to hear it. Um, but if you send me your email, I can typically send you the, the video file. Um, but the majority of the time, you, you, I, most of you don't have to see it. What I will also do is trim a lot of this down and then I'll post it as a Facebook or YouTube video. I'm recording from my phone. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, Lauren, no worries. Um, I think what I'll do then, guys, is I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll download it, I'll upload it to YouTube, and then I'll send you uh, the uh, YouTube link. Yeah, because I have everyone's email address in here. Yeah, it's really windy outside, Lisa. I think a lot of people um, are dealing with uh, current internet issues. I think that's how we lost the sound uh, from the audio. I think that's how we lost the audio sound. No problem, Bart. I appreciate it, man. 
I'm glad you, um, hopefully you learned something. The, I, the, if you didn't learn anything, you, know, you now know how to create a, a, a swipe open link to your Instagram without 10,000 followers. So that's pretty badass, I think, walking away from something. I know that these other guys aren't showing me that shit. All right. Well, guys, no problem, Rob. I appreciate it, bro. This is a great way to start the day. You guys know now how to create brand, how to create logos, how to create a color code, how to get the questions and create content around the questions that you want to do. You guys know how to do all this stuff now, and now you got to put it into play. You've already gone, done the Instagram. You've already done the TikTok tutorials. Now you guys are ready to get down and dirty and start creating some content. I'm watching you guys. I tell you that all the time. I'm watching you, and I comment on all your stuff. Watching who puts it into play is who I'm going to be answering the most questions for in the future. I can tell you that right now. Love you guys so much. I appreciate it. I cannot wait to see you all soon. We're going to be doing, again, um, we're going to be doing those, those seminars to raise money for the Children's Hospital. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen in May, like I wanted to, but if it doesn't, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, we'll get it done. Um, and I can't wait for that day when I can see all you guys together in one room. It's, it, I'm, I miss that. It's something I really miss. And I appreciate you all being supportive uh, during this time. It's going to be awesome. So uh, I love you guys and uh, I'll see you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Bad Reputation Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and share what you may have learned with someone else today. Remember, your reputation is everything.